0: Welcome back to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on the Boss Rush Network. I am your host Corey Deergan. Alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Mister Jesse Douglas. How's it going, everyone? Also joining us. When
1: is when is it going to be Sir Jesse Douglas?
0: What do you mean? When is it going to be Sir Jesse Douglas? He's no, he's not English. He's not a knight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sporty, I'm Sir Jesse Douglas. What kind of
2: backcountry accent is that? I got my piggy out with my ecto-cooler beer. Tastes so good. What are you drinking, mate?
0: Uh, I don't don't even know if I can continue. Stoy and Stephanie are here also. Hello, guys.
2: Hey. Hey. I finally made the rounds. You did. I've been on Nintendo Power Block crossroads and now i'm here i'm a real gamer now
0: yeah you're a real gamer this is the real show this is the only show that matters except for the one that you and i both host on a regular basis
3: yeah
4: (laughs) so do we got a do we do we have a patch for that like you know like in the boy scouts when you you know you achieve different goals you get a patch you can sell you get a
0: (laughs) i don't know we don't have a button or anything to give you it's like an up (laughs) where you have to find like a bottle cap to just you know safety pin on (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right hey it's uh, something
0: yeah it's fair <laughs> how's everyone's weekend going good good pretty good
1: i spent a lot of money this weekend yeah Ooh. doing
3: Where?
0: what
1: story uh yeah i was at the midwest gaming classic this Ooh. week nice. and um yeah i uh I'm, I'm looking at my stack right now and it's it's a decent stack like it's it's like an old school, like, retro game event, and they have a bunch of vendors, like, selling old games. And let me tell you, the last year and a half, like, old games have skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. I, I, can imagine, I can imagine there's, like, hundreds of reasons why. Like, Sega Saturn is, like, games are hugely expensive for some stupid reason. Like, even, like, sports games. Like, sports games are just dollar games. It's like, because
0: they... the Sega Saturn is getting, it's, the emulation isn't there. And so the only – like, the really – the best way to play Sega Saturn games are to buy the
1: hard copies, and people are really realizing that now. Yeah. So – I guess that makes sense. Well, I, I ended up uh, getting my Polymega system in the mail last week, and yeah. um, that was uh, – that actually is a CD-ROM. So I could play PlayStation games, Sega CD games, Sega Saturn games, uh, TurboGrafx games. So, like, I can actually – uh, play a lot of these games. So that's why I was like, "Oh, well, let me look for Sega Saturn games." And finding out like FIFA International Soccer is worth twenty bucks. Like, what? No. <laughs> mm. what?
0: I have. I used. I think I. Well, shoot. I think I got rid of them. I was gonna say I have a bunch of sat. I used to have a bunch of Saturn games. I could have just sent you, but. I f- I'll take I think em. I sold them. I think. But if I don't, if I didn't sell them, I'll send them to you. Okay. It's like, I do have FIFA Soccer for Saturn. I have, yeah. Tomb Raider. Sonic CD, Hook.
1: Hook. Yes.
4: Yeah, it's funny because like you you saying that like I remember trying to sell sports games, and a lot of times they'd be like, "Yeah, we we don't need that. We've already got like 500 copies of it." Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, if it's like Sega, if it's like Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo, those games are just like a dollar a piece. Like people just want to give those away, but. Um, and actually, interestingly enough, if you, like, say, for example, if you want, like, nicer Sega Genesis cases, that's what you buy. You buy those. Yeah, you buy the sports, sports games. games. Yeah, just for the case. That's basically yeah. what you're doing.
2: Yeah. You know what else you can never sell and get any money back? Any of the Just Dances.
0: Mm, nope. Yeah, it's fair. Nope.
2: Yeah. Biggest yeah. mistake in my life.
0: Yeah, you probably shouldn't buy Just Dance. Stop supporting it. Stop it.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: I only bought it once and that was a mistake I will not repeat.
1: Well, <laughs> it's a, it's actually opinion, funny
4: when I go ahead. Sorry. I was going to just say in my my opinion the worst thing they did was that whole like paid service to get their songs. Yeah. Like, it's so expensive. Like mm-hmm. they could have been reasonable with that but they just they just charge way too much. It's way
1: How much, much, much do they charge per song? No, I it's, think it's you, a monthly it's, subscription. Pay... Yeah. Oh, God. What? Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah. here's
2: the thing. Like, I, for example, don't usually buy Just Dance. So I was an unknowing consumer, probably like most of the people that buy their games, because, I was, you know, I wanted to get it for, like, my cousins that were in their teens. So I'm like, oh, they're into that TikTok shit, and this is great, or whatever. <laughs> and it was my way to, like, connect with them. And then when I bought the game, I realized it only came with, like, 10, 15 songs. Mm-hmm. And if you want the full library, you have to pay a monthly subscription. So I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. You, know and a nearly out. Huh?
4: you know what the secret is what? you pick you pick what song you want pull it up on youtube and you dance to it i mean you're oh. doing the same damn thing yeah. it's yeah. the same damn thing i mean they're literally it's just a video of the song it telling you how to do yeah, but, it yeah but because most times
2: graded? i've never yeah you, you got things, cool yeah. funky avatars and neon colors whoa yeah but most
4: <laughs> of the time like Certain consoles, like the sensor stuff, doesn't even really read it that well, anyways. Yeah. So it's it's just you might as well just watch the videos on YouTube and dan- do try to do the dance. I mean,
1: uh, I miss the connect with Dance Central. Mm-hmm. All right,
4: if or you're giving
1: turn... just dance way too
4: much attention. You could yeah. turn on Fortnite and just watch all the emote dances, <laughs> right, Jesse? Yeah, there you go. Yep. yep, yep. I've got like I think like 130 characters by now on
3: Fortnite. <laughs>
4: Locked. <laughs> I'm. are
0: Goodness. you okay jesse are you trapped are you like
4: mm, well what it is twice is there, if you hasn't need help. Been a, there hasn't been a good like fps like a multiplayer that's came out in a while that i've been actually excited for so i've been stuck just playing that because it's you easy. know
1: jesse you could just not play fortnite you know that right yeah and i you could, I you, usually, you could, I you could like do. not
4: you know, I usually do play out stuff instead, but don't play there's it. There's a little, there's a little game on
0: Game Pass called Halo that you could also be playing
4: right now, yes,
1: yep.
0: in preparation for their new title. I don't know if you've heard of it. Halo Infinite
4: is coming out, sir. Jesse, there
1: are like plenty of other games that you can play on your systems,
4: yeah, but it's none just of them, them are, are free free to play where I can play with anyone and they don't have to buy something or whatever. um, false Apex Legends call of duty war yeah, but that game i'd sucked. actually
1: i'd actually more recommend that i
4: actually enjoy apex legends i can't stand it because they don't have a solo mode it's or gotta just... have a solo motor i can't, don't Here
0: care. he is complaining that he can't play with anybody and now the one i recommend him he's like it doesn't have a solo mode i can't play by <laughs> I know, myself
3: but <laughs> i know but
4: that's because i play solo first so i can get good at the game mm. and then i'll play with friends when i want to play multiplayer mm. <laughs>
1: Okay. Uh, all right. Mm.
4: It's okay. Just, I'll be honest. Sometimes I go back and I just play blackout mode instead. Mm. That,
0: well, that was fun though. To be fair,
4: blackout yeah, that was fun. Yeah, is like I still I still argue that like Warzone just sucks compared to that because they they took the whole like idea of Call of Duty and then they mixed in that little bit of fun that exists in the Fortnite game and they kind of put the two together. And it didn't take itself seriously, and it was just fun to play. And now Warzone is just way too serious. It's all right. I just I, I just couldn't get... I just didn't really vibe with it or whatever you want to say.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So. <laughs> it's, okay. it's a good game, though. I mean, it's just not for me.
0: It's okay. I actually played a lot of games this weekend, which made me really happy. That's good. Nice. It's been a while since I've done that. Yeah. I, uh... I was supposed to do some work last night, and I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna work. I'm gonna play Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: Treat yeah. yourself.
0: So I did, and it was nice. And then I did work today during the Browns game. So,
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, that's fine. They they were they were gonna win. I think it it seemed like they were gonna win pretty early on in that game. <laughs> I
0: know. It just surprises me because the Bengals are like. This is the first year they've actually been like really uh, some sort of contender and they are, uh, you know, I mean, they lost last week to the Jets, which was hilarious, but (laughs) (laughs) Bengals and the Jets. God, dude, I'm sorry. I feel okay. So I know I'm making fun of the Jets and I'm sorry, but I've been a Browns fan for almost 30 years. So I know what you're going through. It will get better eventually. Maybe not next year. Maybe not five years from now, but eventually, Jets fans, it will get better. I
4: promise. Their pizza is good.
0: Yeah. You guys have good pizza. <laughs> Shut up. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Jesse, I just want to tell you that the Titans just intercepted the ball and scored on the Rams. So,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you're welcome. I have it. I, I have it done. I have it on my
4: phone. <laughs> the left.
0: Man. Can't can't kick this cough. This cough. My kids have been like on and off sick for like, oh, for like two or three weeks, just on and off sick, coughing, runny nose, fever, crap. It just this cough just keeps coming back. Like it'll go away for like three or four days, and it just comes back. And it's just like,
4: ah, it's gross. It's that that time of the year. I know.
2: Welcome to fall slash winter.
0: Yep, school's fall kids are gross kids yeah. are disgusting yeah they are
2: and gross. i and i have a kid so i know
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stephanie, stephanie's allowed to gross. say that she's a parent jesse can't yeah. i guess yeah Stoy. Yeah. yeah i'm the one that can't <laughs> yeah, well shut up, you Story. you parent you parent everybody on exp cast so i guess
1: <laughs> that's yeah that's true
4: yeah they're all giant I, I, children
1: I do, <laughs> I do run three children
4: so hopefully you don't have my issue of uh the kids uh you know being afraid they're gonna plug up the toilet with toilet paper. So oh no! My throw it in the garbage. My daughter just she refuses to poop on the toilet. So well, it, it's yeah. <laughs> I mean that yeah that that happens, and then eventually, just out of nowhere, they'll decide that it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> there's she no training, like, dude. She won't she'll just she it.
0: won't she won't poop on the toilet even if she has to, and like she'll sit down and she like I'll try later, and then like. Then, like, 10 minutes after you put her down for bed, she'll, like, run up to her door and she'll be like, I pooped. I need changed. I pooped. Like, she'll tell you. And it's just like she gonna, knows when she has to. But I was going to say,
4: hopefully she's not at least not one of those that goes and hides behind the couch or something and drops a deuce on the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I laugh because it's happened.
4: Yep, it does. It happens.
1: <laughs>
2: then I took a picture of it for blackmail in like 10 years.
4: <laughs> this is going in your yearbook. <laughs> I, I have I have a picture of my daughter giving me the middle finger. That's hilarious. Like, like four. <laughs> it's great. It's, me and my wife will laugh at it, but I'm just like, This will be held for later. (laughs) Uh,
0: Speaking of the middle finger, this is Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on the Boss Rush Network, where each and every week we get together with our friends from around the internet to talk about Xbox and everything we love about it, including news, rumors, new games, Game Pass, and more. Check out Arsenal X Live on Sunday nights on twitch.tv slash Boss Rush Network at 8.30 (laughs) p.m. Eastern or on podcast services and YouTube every Tuesday morning. Follow us on all social media platforms at Boss Rush Network and you can catch all of our podcast reviews, banter pieces, and more on our website at bossrush.net. Check out our Guardians of the Galaxy review. It's a pretty good one put together by Block and Stephanie and I wrote a small piece on it as well. A way to keep
2: a straight face that entire time
0: well you know what you guys are over on this monitor and my yeah. script is on this monitor so i had to do like one of these things you know i
1: do the i, I do this on purpose to corey all the time he and does he, th- that this man does not break this man does not break
0: it's true <laughs> yeah.
1: this is what happens when you've
0: podcasted for almost a decade and yeah. people try to it's gonna mess with you for you know
3: yeah
2: yeah. years acting five and giggling like tea
4: he's <laughs> gonna say that's why he's host now <laughs>
0: gross, <laughs> Ugh, gross. Ugh. Butter. In- i'll hi yamada <laughs> i'll be fine fine you're fine uh anyways we're gonna jump into what we've been playing you know what stephanie we're gonna start with you since you are a esteemed guest
2: Oh, it's per- oh, yeah. Esteemed is right because last week Jesse because you victory. decided
0: someone's to join a it. Full of her, Someone's a little full of herself. You've decided to join a podcast full of children. So
1: hell yeah, very I'm honored. Steve. You guys are a bunch of children, and I'm an
4: adult.
0: Yeah, as I drink my <laughs> Ghostbusters I drink beer. Cider.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. So let's see. I actually. I mean, not that it's a new game, but I rolled credits on the medium. Cause it was my first Game Pass game that I I played, and I loved it. Even though I'm I'm just a I'm just a baby, I, I can't handle scary games, but I loved it. It was a wicked awesome game, and I really hope that the, is it blooper team that they yeah. do come Bloober. out with blooper a sequel at some point because they definitely left it kind of open ended. Um, I'm also still in Far Cry Six. Um, it's my first Far Cry game, but after like hearing people's feedback. Not that I'm turned off on playing it, it's just there's less of an urgency of playing it, so I kind of focused more on the medium and also I've been playing Guardians of the Galaxy as well.
4: So I'm so yeah. glad that I've found someone else who enjoyed Medium as much as yeah. I did. Because I absolutely love what that about game me, and Jesse? everyone
3: Jesus.
4: Well most people like that I've heard talk about it. i just... most people. Have just been pretty Jesse. pretty Come bland on, on it. <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't know that you. I haven't talked to, with about it with you at I all. Joked you? So I joked to you. So I guess I guess I didn't yes. know that you enjoyed it too. <laughs> Sometimes, when you're trying to be funny, you're a joke to me.
2: No, I, I think they did <laughs> a Whoa. fantastic job. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay.
1: All right. It's like
2: that.
4: <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. I I really liked it. it pretty dark story though.
2: Oh yeah. Look. <laughs> that resort, that first part of the game when you're at the resort, I was mortified by what I was seeing. I mean the the, the setting for the second half of the game for me wasn't as creepy like mm-hmm. I'm not at the hotel. All. I can think of like that bloodstained pool. I just can't. Oh my gosh.
4: Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. Anyway. Even the monster chasing you and then like if you if you can actually hear and decipher what he's saying to you and just his voice is just it gets under your skin. Like it's I was going to say like, creepy crawly like the voice
2: acting and the the way they manipulated that voice it was like the perfect for a demon of whatever he's called the ma i think and
1: yeah
2: and actually since you mentioned escape sequence like that's other thing maybe the reason why i didn't mind the medium because it's not that hard of a game like it's not a Mm -hmm. difficult game to beat but it's just enough so it keeps you engaged with the gameplay Mm
4: -hmm. yeah Yeah. that's kind of like uh like condemned like i i really like that there was I didn't find that game to be super challenging, even though it's like a shooter or whatever. But um, it's like the same with the medium, where it's just really about the the feel that they put you in, like the whole how the is being told and like kind of the the feel that you get of the game, and right. less less about like really being difficult. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah I really like, and the whole split screen stuff was just really neat and. Mm. Just it took a little getting used to, but it it's fun. It was fun.
2: Yeah, so that's what I've
4: been playing. Nice,
2: nice, nice.
0: Stoy, what are you playing?
1: Um, I played Guardians, but I, it sounds like you have more to say on that than I do because you're you you obviously beat it. No, can I imagine. Okay, no. all right.
0: No, I did my so for our review on the website. Mine was more of like a performance
1: type. Uh, oh,
0: okay, got geez, it. It wasn't exactly beating the game because I'm only on chapter
1: five, I think. Okay. Oh, so we're about the same. I think. Yeah,
0: I just got oh. to the point. Minor, minor, minor spoilers for Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm at the point where you uh, are in uh, Lady Hellbender's base and trying to like sneak around to save whichever character you decided to sell to her.
1: Who did you decide to sell? Groot. Oh yeah, so tonight. I. Yeah. I actually was like gonna go rocket the entire way, and then I changed my mind last minute. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, Groot's probably like a better monster. So. Yeah. But that's that, that's kind of the cool thing about that is that it's just those little like gameplay changes, you know, that um, those little choices that you can make is like really cool. Like even like just something minor is like you're trying to cross this chasm, and like Drak wants to pick up. Uh, you know, rocket, and throw him over. Yeah. And, like, you could say, like, hey, no, man, like, that's not cool, don't do that. Or, hell, hell yeah, throw him over, you know.
2: Yeah, I think they did a really great job with kind of doing the choose-your-own-adventure without bashing you over the head with useless stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 like a telltale game, but not, you yeah. know, because yeah. you'll always get that, like, rocket, we'll remember that up in the upper corner. Yeah. Um. So I always wonder if that's, like, kind of like a knock, or like a kind of like a little uh little ode to Telltale, because Telltale, obviously yeah. Telltale games made a Guardians of the Galaxy story, uh, which actually was really good. I don't know if you guys played it, but it had really good backstories, especially Ro- like Rocket's backstory is really good in that game. So it's definitely worth a playthrough if you're a Guardians fan. Okay. I mean I'll write
2: that but, down on my list.
1: Yeah. I think I think, you
0: know, to that point, even if you're not a Guardians fan, like I still think that the storytelling is really good
1: you know yeah so um. but uh i'll let you talk more about that because i i think i probably want to talk more about unpacked that's a game pass game that just came out last week Ooh. um this game is about unpacking mm. that's it that's just like you
2: know. a riveting in like a zen mode.
1: yeah and and stephanie you hit the nail on the head because you get in a zen mode where like the game is relaxing to the point where it's like, oh man, just like, what do I do with this like alarm clock? Where do I put it? Like, how do I shape it? How do I? It's like it doesn't matter, just as long as you put it in the right place. It doesn't wow. really matter like how you put it or in what arrangement. But like, you you care. You want it to Dude. look good. You know, I mean, d- deep down, it's like I know like it doesn't matter where I put it on this desk, just so I could take it out of the box and put it there. But eventually like i actually care about like how it looks and like how it's positioned then all of a sudden i'm like you know maybe i don't like it here so maybe i'll move it there or something like that whatever it doesn't matter in the game but like personally like i i felt like i started to care a little bit more it's weird uh apparently the game is you know it's taking place in phases so like the first part of the game you're you know you got your own room so to speak so like you're setting up all your little kid stuff all your toys you put on the uh on the dressers and, you know, the stereo and cassette tapes and stuff like that. And then it progresses like a few years later when you move into your first dorm. And then, you know, you're putting your clothes away and, you know, you're putting your, um, you know, your books away. And then you're putting your computer in a different place. And then it progresses even more and more. Like you're, it's kind of following your life in phases. And um, huh. it, it, it's a female you're playing as. I mean, I imagine so because you're putting away her bras and you're putting away <laughs> You pull out a box of tampons and you're just like, oh, wh- wh- where does this go? Does this <laughs> go underneath the bath, the, the the sink? Is that where you guys put them? Do you guys put them like above the, I don't know.
2: Did you have to flag down your wife for that? Honey, honey, what do I do with this? Hell no. Hell no. You kidding me? I'd rather die.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I know where we put it in our bathroom, but like this bathroom doesn't have one of those things. What do I do with it?
4: Hon, where do these go do they go in the tool chest or yeah hardy get down here come on You're gonna tell me does this go in the garbage or what i don't know <laughs>
1: wow i don't know but um, yeah it's uh so you know it's got this like really cool like chiptune like lo-fi kind of soundtrack so it's it's really relaxing and it's really cool like The game is pretty short. I think I'm I'm pretty close to being done from what I understand. So that that's why the game is like perfect for um, Game Pass. Like, I mean, you know, if you want to support indie developers, yeah, go buy the game. You know, because I mean, it's a good, solid, relaxing game, and probably one that you could go back to playing to be like, I want to kind of set things up a little bit differently, or I kind of want to, you know, maybe instead of putting the spoons on the far right, maybe I want to put spoons on the far left.
2: This is a game. Just perfect for us aging millennials slash <laughs>
1: was it Gen Xers? I don't know. Uh Zenials. That's what we're called. Zenials.
2: All right, there we
1: mm. go. Well at least my generation, we're called Zenials. We're between nineteen seventy eight and nineteen eighty two. God, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> so like we're we're
2: Grandpa at that point either.
1: where it's like we're not old to call ourselves Gen Xs or uh, yeah, Gen Xs. But then again, we're too stubborn to call ourselves millennials. Hmm. And so. you guys enjoy a video
2: game about putting things away. It's alright. I think I'd like it too. Daniel's. It makes sense.
1: If it makes yeah, you feel it...
0: better, I just re-downloaded my GOG account so I could play Roller Coaster Tycoon, the original.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're making fun of me because I'm old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's the yeah, only PC so
0: game I'll allow myself to play.
1: If you have Game Pass, this is worth. This is like perfect. Like, it's such a cool, chill little game. You know, it's something you could probably knock out in a few hours. I was, I knocked out about like an hour and a half of the game,
4: so. Nice. Yeah, I, this was one of those. I uh, like. I. I just. I see. Net wasn't really interested, and then I did hear actually another podcast talk about it, and just the fact that there is kind of a story somewhat there, um, mm-hmm. makes me a little I, bit it, more interested. It interesting. sounds subtle.
1: Yeah. It sounds subtle because you start to kind of see the layout of the rooms. Mm-hmm. And you start to see actually kind of a trend in like some of the things that she carries with her throughout her life, like mm-hmm. actually the stuffed animals that she carries with her. You start to see those same things pop up, and it's like, oh, this is kind
4: of cool. Like,
1: oh, you want to actually take up care right of it now? It, yeah, it's like, so a cute. I like the graphics.
4: Yeah, it's yeah. Really doesn't cool. she have a GameCube with like like GameCube games and stuff at yep. some point? And like, yep. And, yeah, and they... this
1: girl has this girl has six controllers. What does she need six controllers for? I don't know, but it's like I I kept taking pulling controllers out of boxes. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what the? What am I gonna do with all these controllers?
0: To be fair, I had eight controllers for my GameCube, so.
1: And she had a. I think she had a Microsoft Zune too. Mm-hmm. At Not one nice.
0: point. Hey, Zunes up. are cool, man. I still have mine. <laughs> my oh, wife's that's, got one. That's, that's great. Oh, that's great. It's awesome. It's the Gears one. Oh wow, that's actually pretty sick. It is cool.
1: Yeah. It's got the. That's pretty cool. It's got the. uh, I'll I'll give you that
0: one. I think it's Gears 2, I want to say, because it's got two of the cog tags hanging on the back of it. It's
1: cool. That's cool. Yeah. Otherwise, I got. I I, I knocked out a couple hours of the uh, Call of Duty Vanguard campaign. Ooh, how's that? And it's really good. It's given me a lot of good Call of Duty 2 vibes. I don't know if you're, you know, if you're as old as me and remember when Call of Duty 2 came out. (laughs) Um, it's given me a lot of those like kind of uh, special forces type uh, World War II missions. It's really cool. cool. It's not just, and it's like small team tactical based type stuff. Um, You know, one man army type thing. It's it's, it's pretty cool. And it's got like a really kind of like, like good story underneath because um, it's like the game takes place in the present time. Your team gets captured and then you go back in time a couple of years to kind of follow the exploits of all the characters in this you know special forces team it's pretty cool Hmm. sick but i'm not i'm not that far into it to tell you how sick it is but i'm gonna tell you right now it is pretty sick nice good like i get call i get the call of duty games just for the campaigns i don't play multiplayer you're you're one of the few yeah i know i'm one of the few speaking of
2: multiplayer i did miss one game if you don't mind jumping in real quick because i don't usually play multiplayer and shout out to david lasby i actually played aliens fire team elite with him the other night
3: and i didn't get him
2: killed
0: (laughs) (laughs) did you get killed that's the real question
2: well we did okay um we we did the first mission and we just died at like that final stage when like the was it monica or whatever the alien the bigger one that you have to take down because you we're playing with a third yeah. person, like the randomized, whoever they can find online. That person just kept running into. Just he just kept running into the bullets, so it just became harder with just.
4: Hero <laughs> Jenkins. This <laughs> is why I don't
1: play Back for Blood with randos. I'd rather just play by myself. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That that's the, I pl- I jump in that occasionally and just do a solo. I gotta campaign. ask Stephanie.
1: Stephanie, did they? Um, I know when I first played, there were like kind of like audio issues with the guns. Did, did huh. the guns sound better?
2: Uh I don't know what it was like in the beginning, but it seemed fine to me. Didn't okay. nothing seemed off. Yeah.
1: It was it was just like really quiet. Like they didn't like I don't know. You you know the assault rifles in the aliens movies. They have that distinct sound.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: And I was expecting like the a, a big punchy feeling to that, and I was like kind of underwhelmed when I played it like when it first huh. came out, but. And I wasn't the only one. I talked to quite a few people that were like the same thing. They were like, "Yeah, it just doesn't doesn't feel like, you know, aliens like the sound." So possibly
2: I, you're you're asking the wrong person though, because I don't usually play a lot of shooters. So
1: right, ah, whatever. <laughs> I'll get back to it eventually. There's just too much to play. I know. That's yeah. a good
2: problem to have.
0: I know. Yeah, I've actually like, so I've I've made myself a new like podcasting and gaming schedule for myself because uh <laughs> nerd here's the thing i don't i don't play enough games to talk about on shows sometimes well so.
1: technically from seven to eight i have to dedicate the time to guardians of the galaxy and then actually from seven to podcast. eight to
0: usually a uh, bath for my children and reading them books and wrestling them into bed which usually takes till about 8 25 when we start at eight thirty. <laughs> uh, so that's that it's fun <laughs> um but yeah, I'm like, I I gotta play more games. I gotta do more to like, you know, make myself useful on these shows.
1: So,
4: um, you're all
0: right. I'm fine. <laughs> I contribute sometimes. You're,
1: yeah, you're okay, man. Just
0: yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesse, <I> mean, whatever.
0: <laughs> what are you playing?
4: Okay, so I instead of getting Guardians of the Galaxy, I ended up getting the uh um what is it like the the premium pack or whatever bundle for uh, for Forza Horizon Five, so I could play it. even though I didn't buy the game only the bundle the it would let you then play the Game Pass version early. So so yeah, I've been playing that and. I'm I'm really liking the the area and stuff a lot more than the last one. The last one was like in the UK. Um, I mean, I it, I didn't it didn't bother me. It, it was just I like the setting a little bit better. Um, I like like the they've got like sandstorms and things going on that you can kind of <laughs> drive <laughs> through.
3: <laughs> and
4: and then uh, <laughs> so. So you're
1: gonna like get his copyright
0: the stricken things- there, Stoy. You yeah. sound just like that. That's why yeah, I'm stopping,
1: stopping right there. I'm stopping right there. Fifteen <laughs> seconds is that magic number. If it's more than fifteen yep. seconds, that's where the copyright strikes come in. <laughs>
4: but yeah, so the like the one the one thing that's kind of interesting that that they did so they they don't have uh, ray tracing in this game and you know, I've seen some people complaining about it. Whatever, but the cars, everything looks good when you're when you're driving and when you're playing. Like it, it does not need it, honestly. Um, so, it like, does... are you playing it on performance mode or quality mode? Because
1: I, I hear there's like a stark difference in the ray tracing effect. Yeah, you know, well, compared to the two, like especially with like the the reflections on the cars.
4: Yeah um when you're playing on performance um there there is a little bit more flatness to to you know like like colors and and like the the light and all like i mean yeah it's noticeable but it's not it's still not awful it's not bad um but you're you know like the thing is is when you're driving um you know you want that 60 frames per second and everything's going to be just a blur for the most part anyways. So, so like, it doesn't really need that, that visual, you know, uh, now I've, I've been jumping back and forth and playing what, you know, like whenever I feel like uh, playing it with better visuals, I will. And it's still fine at the 30 frames per second too. Um, it is noticeable um, and a little hard to go back to after you playing it at 60. Mm. Um, just because, like you know, like when you're when you're watching, you know, like when you're going at over 200 miles an hour, and you know, like everything's moving really quickly. Obviously, that 60 frames is going to be much smoother for you to kind of see where what you know turns you're going to have to make, and you know, and really, it really gets your um, your surroundings, uh, you know, ahead of time when you need to brake and things like that but but it honestly like both both ways of playing the game i i've enjoyed um i i do think i like the 60 frames per second better but yeah like everything lighting and all that nothing in the game uh lighting wise is done by ray tracing it's all software based stuff um so what they did though in this game that's unique is they're using the engine. And like, you know, we heard about this in the beginning, they kind of talked about having a dedicated area of the console that has its own power to pull for audio and for ray tracing and all that kind of stuff. And so what they what they did in this game is they wanted to use the ray tracing to do it for the audio. So like, like the way ray tracing works is the you know light reflecting off of things so instead they used it for sound so you're getting a realistic so like you know like when you're going through a tunnel or something you'll hear the the sounds of your engine like vibrating off the walls and flying back at you and it will sound louder um so you've got stuff like that going on and like when you're in the sandstorms that I talked about earlier, like you you hear the sand like brushing against your windows, and like it, it's it's really cool. When you have your headphones on, it's like you're in a, just a different world. It sounds so cool. It's just you're just getting bombarded with the sound like everywhere, and it's just it's, you really, playing with it's really cool. Are you playing yeah, with the headset? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I have my headset, and then I have the Adobe Atmos uh, running on my Xbox, so I can get. You know, get the full. Now, I, I was gonna actually ask about that. I don't remember. Is was a Atmos something you have to pay for on this new Xbox? No. Two? I think it is. No. I
0: think it's ten. I thought it was like ten dollars or something. What? But if to you
1: purchase the Atmos sound, no.
0: I swear you. I have don't to know because it, it's a point.
4: setting. It's a setting in your Xbox that you do have to turn on. Yeah. In your in your. Yeah, I don't know. Like I had it on my I last Xbox, to... so I think mine carried over. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, like
1: you, you shouldn't have to pay for that.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I
0: remember. I remember you used to have to pay for that on Xbox One. It was like ten dollars to unlock it or something.
4: Yeah, but like uh, after I'm that ten dollars, you though. unlocked it forever or something. Yeah, but I'm wondering though, cause if that's because wild, because I wanna. I want to say on this new console though that they may have made it just built in because because I think that they were really pushing for that to be their their version of what Sony was trying to do, you know, mm-hmm. like they wanted to go with the Dolby Atmos. Mm-hmm. Um and it, and I mean movies use that. Um I don't have anything that that supports Dolby uh, Vision, which is also something that that they now backwards uh put in forza horizon 4 and this one is al- also going to have mm-hmm. support for that yeah um but yeah like like this game like the 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 world and everything is beautiful i mean you're going through oh my god
1: you do they... have to pay for it. what the hell you have to pay a 15 dollars license mm-hmm. oh is it 15 dollars now it used to be yeah, 10 it's, it's 15 dollars, it's $15 and that takes care of that's forever basically to use Dolby so, Atmos through headphones on Xbox consoles or PC, you need to purchase a $15 license. So this if, is you the have, thing, if you have, if you buy the new Xbox wireless headset, you have access to it at no extra cost until well, this article was in the summer, so yep. um, it already. Yeah, ended. I was
4: gonna, I was gonna say yeah. Like usually, if you're if you look if you're looking at headsets, um, and they say supports Dolby Atmos. They usually have a free uh, Dolby Atmos code inside of the, the container and then you can unlock it for everything and get it. Mm-hmm. So So most, most uh, that's the thing though, is uh, the truth is though, is you don't need a specific headset to work with Dolby Atmos. The whole point of it is it's the way that the, the sound is being decoded. And and it's able to make it sound like surround sound in any headset. It doesn't matter how crappy it is. Doesn't matter how you know, like it it just works. It's it's pretty impressive. But um, that but yeah. Seems, so it, like, it
1: just seems wild to me that you have to pay for this like license just to have good sound. Like that's just
4: eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a business. It, it's a business. Yeah, yeah. And I think when you pay for that too, you, I, I don't know if that, like, if it goes across everything or not. Like, I think you can then have it on your PC, have it on your yeah. everything. You know? Yeah, so it goes, it goes across. So. Yeah. But, but, anyways, yeah, like the, the one thing that's really cool, like in this game is I love going through, like, the Aztec, like, areas where you've got, like, uh, rundown, like, pyramids and, like, you know, like different kinds of, uh, ancient civilization like structures and stuff that are kind of left and and like it's just got it's just a really cool setting i really like it a lot um yeah like and as far as everything else goes like i i really like and i don't remember what i did on the last one or if this was even the same way but so with this one like if you turn up the difficulty um in the settings like that like basically what the is as you go up in your difficulty that makes it where you have like less uh things where where it's like helping you with braking or helping you with you know like that that arrows that tell you when you got a break or when you need to turn and stuff like that yeah like that's, I, uh, I, that's
1: I, common in a lot of those games where you can you yeah can turn off a lot of your assists and that helps yeah. increase your winnings
4: Yeah. And so that's what they did on this. And I I actually put it on hard um, just because I wanted to see, you know, I want to be able to feel like how the car is moving, like on my own and, you know, know when I need to brake and and all that stuff on my own and figure it out. And so I was doing that. And uh, even on hard mode, eventually it's like, you're winning too easily. Would you like to increase your you you know, like difficulty by 10%. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And I'm still winning way too easily, but it's also early on in the game. So, um, but yeah, like I, like, I really enjoy, like some of the differences of, of how they did things in this is um, so like when you unlock cars, like they'll have every, every brand name of car Has its own section. Every brand name, oh my god! Or every every (laughs) whatever. Uh,
2: Story just died inside. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, they they have (laughs) their they have like a section where where it will say like you need to unlock you know this many Fords and then you can get you get this thing that that will give you a prize or whatever. And so they they've kind of mixed in more ways to get to get like spins and and all that like get prizes and unlock cars and they they just really upped that a little bit and made it made it a little bit more easier to to get those kinds of things on this game from compared to the last one I feel like um so like yeah I think I have like almost 60 cars unlocked already and I really haven't put a whole lot of time into it and mind you some of those are from the the um the bundle that I got but I think it's only like maybe eight of those are from the bundle. So
1: that's that gaming um, business mentality. They just keep dropping you. You just keep dropping your free stuff like every time. Yeah. Keeps you engaged, keeps you kind of coming back for more.
4: Yeah. Which is, you know, is good because, you know, like sometimes you don't want to use this car that you're starting out with. And, you know, like it's, it's it does it enough to give you options for when you're doing races that you can really pick a car that, that fits like your needs. Like if you're not so great at, you know, doing, uh, you know, drifting or whatever, then you're going to want one that's got better handling, but you know, maybe it's not as fast, but
1: yeah. I've never uh, been a real fan of drifting in games period. Like it's just never been, it's never been a thing for me. Like I, like, I I understand the appeal of it. Like even like in the last Forza Horizon games, I never competed yeah. in
4: any of the drift competitions. To me, yeah, I was always
1: I'm, like about like racing, not style.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it, but it is it yeah. is really it is really nice when you hit you know hit a good drift around a corner. But yeah, I'm,
1: that I'm, is, it is true. Yeah, I'll give you that.
4: But but yeah, I mean, I I. I think once you know the people that haven't you know gotten a chance to play it yet, once once it comes out on Tuesday, I think people are really gonna enjoy this one. Like it, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. I think I'm having more fun than I did when when four came out. So, sick. Like, like I like four, but I definitely think this one's better. So, but yeah, that's that's mostly what I've been playing.
0: Cool. Sorry, I had Sick. a had a sneeze attack and like my whole face <laughs> just froze up. I was like
1: cool. Did you get the Robert De Niro face too? Sure.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm excited for Forza. I think I'm really gonna dive into this one. I I mean I played a lot I played well, I played a few hours of four and I really liked what I played, but then I don't know, probably some Destiny expansion came out or something, and I don't know, and I just got sidetracked and never finished it, but... Uh,
1: Honestly, 3 I thought was better than 4. Like That's I, what I, I like heard. Four, you know, 4 was, like, more polished, but, like, three's location and the Vistas and the... I think just the overall environment was, like, much better and, like, the much Hot cooler Wheeler. than...
4: Yeah. The Hot Wheels expansion was way better than the LEGO one, too. Oh, way yeah. better. Like yeah, I, that, I, I so did play well, the Hot Wheels one. Yeah. Hot, yeah, that stuff was so fun. Like they had some really <laughs> cool Hot Wheels cars. The only okay, so just one last thing that I I just want to say ahead of time. Hopefully it's fixed when you by the time you guys play it. But they have been having some issues with uh with connectivity on on the game. Uh, they like so a lot of times I was having to play solo. Oh no! Um, oh no! yeah yeah must... so it just it just wasn't live drivatars which is oh, whatever no. oh no yeah oh no but because like i could actually like i played their version of the battle royale game that they have you know in it that was in the last one uh where you drive around and you upgrade your car and then and then at the the final and there's uh you gotta all race to one location and whoever gets their first wins
0: oh man that's kind of
4: it's cool Okay. Thank you. Hmm. Oh, you don't need... <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyways.
0: Well, I've been playing Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you, it's exactly the game I wanted. It's a game I've wanted for a long time. I didn't care if it was a Marvel game or not. Just a fun third-person Character driven story action game that you know allows you to upgrade some stuff. Basically, it's like it's like Marvel Tomb Raider, which is exactly what I wanted with teammates. So, I like it. That's
1: actually a good correlation. I like that,
0: yeah. Uh, which is good because they made the last Tomb Raider game, which is also my favorite Tomb Raider game. So,
1: Uh
0: I know that's on you know, an unpopular opinion. But Shadow of the Tomb Raider was very good. I liked it. Uh
1: so where Laura Croft was the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> kinda. Sorta. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's like she's she's the enemy here. What the hell? She just drowned an entire village. She and did. She's like, but I'm trying to stop the bad guys. No, you are the bad guy.
0: I mean that's fair. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so, these hundreds
1: of people don't have homes because of you. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I every time I think about Shadow the Tomb Raider, my mind immediately goes to that.
0: I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, that's a fair assessment. That's exactly what happens in the first chapter.
1: So, I mean, yeah. Pat and I have gone back and forth on that. When that game first came out, and we both were playing it. Man, we had wildly different, different opinions on that. Like, she's like, she's trying to save the world. I was like, does not justify kicking hundreds of people out of their homes to find a stupid <laughs> artifact that she didn't even get the artifact afterwards?
4: No. Yeah. No. The heck. Cali- California would probably say the same thing yeah, about uh, kicking all the homeless into one spot that wow. they're trying to save the city.
3: Yeah,
4: right. <laughs> trying to save the city. Okay.
0: I mean, it's like that episode of South Park where all the homeless people started showing up in South Park, and they put them all on a bus and sent them to San Francisco. Well,
2: <laughs> if you've
1: been to San Francisco, oh. Anyway. <laughs>
2: anyway. No, Sorry, I, 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 I love Guardians. I love the um, the the battle mechanics, and you know, I I'm trying to figure out you know which particular character that I, I usually go to, but I guess it depends, right? I, I like, still try to figure it out.
0: I like the combos that you can come up with too, yeah. right? Like I like yeah, how
1: they're actually surprisingly
0: easy to use. Yeah, I like how Groot can kind of like hold enemies down while you send Gamora and Drax to. You send Gamora to like stab him in the head, and then you send Drax to go pick up some something heavy and like he can throw that at them. And then, you know, if you, if you end up getting like, I don't know three or four of them together and you use Groot's hold down mechanic, you can send a grenade in from rocket. It's like, it's, it's a really cool system that they've come up with and it feels natural. Like you think in an action game, like slowing it down, to issue commands would feel kind of unnatural or whatever. It actually feels really natural and really intuitive, you know? Yeah. Uh, Getting the Star Lords moves are a little bit trickier because you have to click the left stick down and then you pick them after you pull up your teammates menus. But I honestly don't find myself using Star Lords that much except for like the whatever their version of active reload is in this game. Like I, I. Oh
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Hey, question: How often are you put in a situation where you need to do a huddle, team huddle thing?
0: I've only gotten I've, like three ish. I've done three. Yeah.
1: And like the third time I didn't even really need to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just did it cuz it was there. I'm like, "Oh, this will be fun." And then I yeah. then I messed it up and then everybody made fun of me and I was the only one that was getting a damage boost,
1: so. Uh, that that same thing happened to me cuz I was like, "Oh, I think I missed that." <laughs> yeah.
2: I know when when that first happened to me, I'm like, "Does this mean I suck?" Like I I really wasn't sure why it was happening.
1: Yeah. No, it's actually a very unique mechanic because you try to kind of like read the room and you kind of like see yep. the little like speech bubbles that pop up like okay obviously like they're talking about being like inadequate and like you know this dance party sucks and it's like hey let's show these guys that we're the best dancers here and it's like all right yeah let's go yeah i don't i
0: don't know what i missed the last time i just like i saw the words floating and i'm like oh this one has those words in it so i'll pick this one and it was the wrong one apparently so oh,
1: that's interesting. that's interesting
0: but i didn't also didn't look at the other one I just, it was the first one I noticed. So I was like, oh, it's, mm. that's the one. And I was like, oh, no, it's not.
1: It's Cory,
4: oh, he's living on the edge. I know.
1: What do you guys think? Because Like, I I have trouble kind of like understanding if this is good or not. But like, there's a lot of dialogue.
0: There is. In and this game. like, I heard that and I was like, oh, man, I just want to like play or shoot stuff or roam around yeah. the planet and collect
1: stuff. It doesn't bother me.
0: It hasn't it's bothered actually me well yet. written.
1: Yeah. I, I think yeah. it's because it's well written and it's not like cringy. Yeah. Like it's not Marvel's Avengers cringy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like man. listening to the dialogue in that game, it's like, oof. Dude, I couldn't ama- after playing this game, I could not bad.
0: imagine going back to Avengers like at all. No. Yeah. Like at all. <laughs> it actually makes me really excited for Amy Hennig's uh, game, even though we don't know yeah. what character she's using Her characters. Some people think it's a Fantastic Four game.
1: God, I hope not. I know. I mean, they've tried to reboot that series, that franchise, three times, and it's failed three times.
0: <laughs> yeah, just let it go. Yeah, I know. Just
1: Take it. Go. No one wants it.
0: It's fine. Just let it go. Yeah. I just, okay. I feel like, I feel like there's certain characters that are just stuck in time, like at certain time, right? Like, I bet the Fantastic Four were cool in like the '60s or whenever they were invented, right? But like, how do you fit like stretchy man and rock person, rock man, invisible lady, right? Like, I mean, the only one that's cool is the Human Torch, right? Like, he can fly and turn into fire, and that'd be cool to use in the game, but like... But even then,
4: his his character is kind of douchey. I know,
1: but... (laughs) I mean, admittedly, the... uh, It fits like... Like, uh, like having Quicksilver as a villain is, you know, he was a really good villain. Like, you know, a, kind of like, a you know, if you're into the whole Thanos, uh, I'm going to destroy your planet kind of thing. But
4: yeah, we've got the Incredibles good enough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there I guess.
0: <laughs> uh, I hope she gets like, I, I don't even know who I would want her to have, to be honest with you. Like, I, I just don't know. I feel like I feel like Spider-Man would have been cool for her. But. I I don't know. I just don't know. Anyways, Guardians of the Galaxy, real fun. Uh, I'm in Lady Hellbender's fortress. I'm trying to sneak past all the passed out drunk guards and trying to free Mm -hmm. Groot because I sold Groot. So, yeah. That's where I'm at. It's real fun. I'm probably going to play it a little bit after we are done recording if we get done early enough. Uh, So, I've been. We'll we'll have to see how
1: fast we get through the news. Yeah.
0: We'll see. A lot of uh, a lot of news is like I don't know, probably not a lot of discussion. Although I feel like I missed something, but the, I I'm sure the Sega Microsoft partnership talk will, you know. Yeah, that'll be a big discussion, which is mm-hmm. kind of our topic of the week. So we might just not do that first, and we'll just save it for last. But um, other than Guardians, I played some destiny uh i played some halo i tried to play forza and then i was like oh well, i didn't buy the super cool pack because i bought mario party instead this week so um whoops so i didn't get to play that i'll talk about it next week even though jesse kind of laid it all out for us so
4: well and things will probably change by then like uh, like i said there's some some small issues, not a lot, but I, th- I think they're working on it right now already. They sent an in-game message that they, they know that it, that there's issues and they're working on it.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into the news, shall we? So Sounds good. We're going to skip the Sega and Microsoft partnership thing for now because it's our big topic of the show. Um. We're gonna head into 343 has detailed Halo Infinite's season pass and how switching between them will work. Uh, This is kind of the first time we're seeing that uh, a company have a battle pass that you can switch between, which I think is, I think it's cool. Um, I know that battle passes are there to keep you engaged, but I think, I don't think Microsoft really cares about that because it's obviously a free to play slash game pass games and it's Halo, so. Mm 343 Industries has released new information about Halo Infinite's Battle Pass system, including how players will be able to switch between the passes. In a new interview with IGN Infinite uh, Infinite Head of Design Jerry Hook and Lead Progression Designer Chris Blom discussed how the game Yeah, I said it right. Don't worry. Sure. Don't worry. I said it extremely right. How the approach for Battle Passes will work in the free-to-play multiplayer. They said it's aimed at keeping all kinds of players returning to it. Quote, we want to be able to say, hey, look, when you put 10 bucks in, you keep that 10 bucks.'" Hook told IGN. That's alluding to the fact that battle passes in Infinite never expire, meaning if you don't finish give a given battle pass before its associated season is up, you can still work on it in the next season. Uh, so that's cool. I think that, I mean, we kind of knew that for a while now. Uh, they also said that uh, about every quarter of the Battle Pass will have a legendary cosmetic in it. And that, quote, legendary rated cosmetics will be character canon related or a new type of customization object with special attributes or effects. So
1: um, so from what I understand, what they're saying is, is that, um, you know, when the new ba- when a new Battle Pass comes out, you can still play the old one. You don't have to just automatically upgrade. Mm-hmm. Because because they're shelling out new ones like every quarter, right? Right. So like for almost like four to five times a year. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's kind of cool because it doesn't obligate you to like okay, I have to shell up like ten bucks every three months or something. Yeah. Okay. And ten bucks is cheap. I feel like Um, honestly, it is like even if you're paying that quarterly, like forty dollars a year isn't terrible, especially since you're only paying like ten bucks at a time.
2: Yeah. So. And it's uh, less expensive than nintendo switch online expansion pass expansion
4: pack yeah. True that <laughs> it's, it's true um, i don't even want to get started <laughs> nope, sorry
0: move along <laughs> <laughs> save that talk for pow block okay yeah right although i did buy it and i'm excited to play nintendo 64 games at some point
1: it's honestly up. you know the first thing i played was win back on the nintendo switch online and that game holds up i love that game i would love for them to remake it anyway Microsoft, get on it. Hmm. <laughs> it's fair.
0: Also, the, uh, the rumor is that the first season pa- uh, pa- uh, pass for Halo will be Halo Reach themed.
1: So. That'd be kind of cool.
0: It is cool, except they just did that in Master Chief Collection like a season ago. I think season seven was Halo Reach themed. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people have a lot of love for that game, but I I don't know. I feel like they just did that. so I don't know. But anybody else have anything to say about Halo Battle Passes before I move on to this next Halo Battle Pass news? Sure, more yeah.
1: Halo. Let's talk.
0: All right. So speaking of Battle Passes for Halo, Halo Master Chief Collection has some amazing 20th, 20th anniversary content on the way. I don't know if you guys saw this uh, this stuff, but it looks so cool. Uh so basically, what they're doing is throughout the the rest of the year and into January, they are releasing uh, Halo kind of or X like Xbox themed uh, content for your Spartans. Halo, like old Halo stuff, unreleased Halo stuff for your Spartans. Uh, it's cool, it, bro. We, you
1: could put an Xbox controller on your back.
0: No, the Xbox controllers <laughs> go on your shoulders. The Xbox goes on your back.
1: Okay. The Xbox goes on your back, bro.
0: Also, they're That's releasing I they're releasing I was at the controller picture. They're rele- releasing a grunt stuffed animal backpack that you can also wear on your back. So, in real life? No. Oh. Maybe in real life, that'd be cool. Dude, I mean, they released a, they released a fridge, an Xbox fridge. They're going to release a grunt stuffed animal at some point. <laughs> uh, I
1: think <laughs> I think that Microsoft loves money. It's true.
4: <laughs> they're gonna put that. They're gonna put that backpack out in the market. Well, it's gotta. There's gotta be a meme making fun of it, and then and then they'll they'll yep. turn it then into something sell. real. Look, yeah. I wish I wish
0: they would just put the rock in a fanny pack on here, because oh that'd be hilarious. Because he revealed the original <laughs> Xbox with Bill Gates. If anybody remembers that, It was hilarious.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, yep.
0: I think one of the coolest armor sets that they're releasing though are three armor sets from the original version of Halo 1, which was supposed to be... It went from a... When they first showed it off for Mac before Microsoft bought Bungie, it was going to be an RTS. Uh, And they're (laughs) releasing... (laughs) They're releasing the Mirage armor from that. And then the the third-person shooter they thought they were going to be making before they turned it into a first-person shooter. They're releasing the Orion armor from that version of Halo 1 which looks really cool as well.
1: Uh, I mean, that, that's kind of cool. A little yeah. bit old to the classics that a lot of people don't know about.
0: Yeah. The armor is really, really square. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> really ugly, I mean, but it's also it's really product cool. Product of
1: its time. Yeah. Product of its time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so.
2: Well, it's just nice to I mean, I guess it makes a, a lot of sense that, you know, xbox celebrating its 20th anniversary if they were to kind of bring in any franchise to kind of do stuff with it's gonna be halo so
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah i mean it's their yeah. oldest franchise right i mean it yep. makes it makes a lot of sense including the uh halo series x which looks awesome if i didn't already have a series x i would have tried my hardest to get that one but Good i luck. couldn't uh, i couldn't bring myself to spend another 500 on an xbox when i had already purchased two so, yeah. Also, I think my wife would have shot me in the face.
3: <laughs>
2: just sell one of your kidneys; you'll be fine.
0: I know.
1: <laughs> or sell one of your kids.
0: Mm. <laughs> I think the kidneys are worth more at this point. Um, yeah, I suppose you're right. <laughs> uh, so that's cool. I I have been checking out some of the cosmetics. Now they're releasing them throughout the month, so to keep you engaged, they're not releasing them all at once. So.
1: Cool. Yeah, like for example, the uh the Mirage armor is not coming out till the twenty fourth of November. So mm-hmm. that's my birthday. Sweet.
0: Oh. Looks like I know what I'm playing on my birthday.
2: Happy Aww, early November, b- baby. Happy
1: early birthday. Mm.
2: <laughs> Old man.
0: I know. I bought myself Super Mario Party for my birthday,
3: so <laughs> not, whatever the new one <laughs> no, is. Mario Party
0: Superstars, I guess, is what it is. So uh anybody else have anything to say about these halo uh anniversaries because we're about to get to another anniversary guys yeah (gasps) another one yeah another expensive anniversary (laughs) (laughs) game. oh man bethesda has finally revealed skyrim anniversary edition's price uh
1: prices
0: yeah prices plural uh Bethesda has finally revealed how much the Elder Scrolls Skyrim Anniversary Edition will cost, alongside how much it will be to upgrade the Skyrim Special Edition on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. On digital storefront, Skyrim Anniversary Edition will cost $49.99 for a 10 year old game with new content. Yeah. But if you already own Skyrim Special Edition, the anniversary upgrade will instead cost $19.99. To oh, add stuff to the already re-released so, version of Skyrim.
1: So if you bought the if you bought it and you want to upgrade it with another $20, you have effectively paid $80. $80 for a game that's 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Think about yeah.
3: that. Think
0: about that. And here's the thing, it's not coming to Game Pass. And if you only own the version through Game Pass, it doesn't count like the Skyrim, the Skyrim Special Edition is on Game Pass, but you can't buy the upgrade apparently, at least as of right now, to upgrade
4: it. Hmm. So uh, that's an interesting uh, decision. I wonder if they'll change that. Um, I would have to imagine that that it would be on Game Pass eventually. Yeah.
1: Just, I mean uh, baby maybe, maybe but
4: as of right now
1: yeah yeah so i mean you can play you could play the bunk version on game pass but yeah. i mean if you want that if you want that sweet jagged edged 4k 60 frame second edition nope yeah pony up <laughs> You're
3: gonna have to, you got to to
0: pay some money so do we know what's coming in the in the anniversary edition okay oh cuz the cuz the uh, so you could fish
1: you can fish in this.
0: The anniversary edition and the special edition, which is on Game Pass, are both getting Xbox series upgrades. So what? You said fishing? That's the upgrade? Yeah,
1: yeah that's gonna be one of the one of the newer things. Because I think they're incorporating a lot of the kind of like major mods uh yeah. that were made. Like about like there's about like fifty or more than fifty mods. Like quality of yeah. life mods that are gonna be in it yeah
2: thanks kataku it says skyrim anniversary edition includes skyrim and in all three dlcs dragonborn hearthfire and dawn guard all previously released and a brand new fishing mechanic oh so good hmm. cool <laughs> yeah um <laughs> story loves fishing i love
1: fishing in games oh god what what it, it, it like <laughs> if every game had a fishing game in it oh man just, you could just play a fishing game. Yeah. 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 You could, but like, you you could play games with fishing in them too. I mean, yeah. Or you can go real fishing. Or you can go mm. real fishing.
0: The only game I ever really enjoyed with fishing in it was Final Fantasy XV. So.
3: Mm.
4: I don't play a lot of games with fishing in it. I don't mind. I didn't mind it in in uh, Breath of the Wild and stuff
2: like I tried oh, yeah, I um, fishing did. in Red Dead too because you you can go after legendary animals, but like the way the controls were, and maybe I just suck at fishing in video games, but I really thought my thumb was gonna fall off because you have to like I don't know just the way the controls were. I'm like this isn't fun, it hurts.
3: Mm. Yeah. I don't yeah, care about we... the
2: stupid salmon.
4: Yeah, yeah, the fishing in in uh, Far Cry is similar to like. The how it was in like Ocarina of Time and stuff like that, where it's it's pretty basic. It's just fighting them when they're going a certain direction, and yeah, it I don't know, I, yeah, I don't. It's not something that that I that bothers me, but I it definitely I can take it or leave it.
3: <laughs> I wow.
1: really don't like fishing in games. I really don't. I'm trying to think. Like, was <laughs> there any? How you really feel. Was there any fishing mini game that I really enjoyed? And I'm I'm really trying to think. And no, there has not been. Hmm. Wow. We sorry.
0: Spent a, we spent a lot more time on this Skyrim topic than I thought we were going to, even though it was <laughs> well,
3: more about
1: fishing than Skyrim.
3: Yeah, it's seems more about like it's rage. Hmm.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. I'm trying to contain the rage right now. I'm trying to contain it as best as I can. So I I'm it. sorry if I'm flying off the handle right now. But. I see it. I can tell. You know, so I I just
0: take some deep breaths.
2: Calm down.
4: (laughs) There we go. Okay, we're good. Um,
0: All right. Our last uh, story here. Jesse kind of already brought it up, uh, but Xbox has enabled Dolby Vision for Forza Horizon 4 and Horizon 5 on the series consoles. So uh, not much else to say, but uh, that's cool
1: i mean it's the same as hdr like yeah that's I another mean, one of those
0: features that i think is extremely overrated is HDR? yeah yeah I
1: mean, it's because it, no, it, it hdr looks well. good but honestly hdr and dolby vision are are almost the same
0: i gotta like, tell you though hdr doesn't always look good i no, it doesn't yeah, yeah. like nice Dest, <laughs> like like destiny is one of the games in on the console that like the hdr sucks and they've addressed it several times in in the uh like their weekly update for the game like several times they're like yeah we know hdr is broken in destiny we don't really want to fix it cuz it sucks yeah <laughs> they said just Listen. turn it off
4: yeah so yeah <laughs> that's see i think that's the thing is dolby vision is just a better i think it, it, it seems like it works better it's a little bit more uh stable mm-hmm. than than yeah, the HDR is or whatever. Yeah. So,
1: and it looks like uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator and Psychonauts Two will be uh, are are also supported as well. Yeah. With Dolby Vision. Yeah,
0: I think there's a lot of games that will be supporting it in the coming, you know, months. So. Yeah. Uh, one note uh, before we get to pass it on, what's coming to Game Pass? Just want to. Shout out and say happy birthday to Marcus Phoenix in Gears of War, which turns 15 today. The, Bro. The reason I purchased an Xbox 360 was Gears of War. And let me tell you, it was the second game I ever won Uh I played a ton of Gears 2 competitively when I was younger, when I had time and, you know, only wanted to play Gears and Halo. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: Gears is a franchise that means a lot to me. So, happy birthday, Gears of War.
1: Happy birthday, Gears of War. <laughs> 15. <clears throat> so, yeah. So. yeah, yeah I, I, when I first got my Xbox 360, it was that one in Rainbow Six Vegas. And admittedly, I actually played more Rainbow Six Vegas at the start. And then I was like, well, let me get into this Gears of War thing. And man, I, I fell in hard <laughs> after that. So.
0: Yeah, Gears still remains one of my favorite franchises, I think, of all time. And like
1: five was
0: five was exceptional. Yeah. Um Ka- five uh, was really good. Kate's story is uh definitely taken front and center, especially towards the end of four, and obviously five is she's just it, she is front and center, so mm hmm.
4: Yeah, yeah that, just, that one's that one's on the top, like, of, like, greatest Xbox games of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, like, for sure. I love that game.
0: I know a lot of people point at Sony for their, you know, great exclusives for, like, you know, for a long time. I think Gears 5 is, I think, if you look at all of Sony's, you know, I mean, granted, we don't like all of them. But, you know, if you look at the grand pantheon of things, right, if Sony's great First person or first party exclusive. I think, I think Gears, five though maybe not as good as some
1: of them, is in that conversation for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if we're going to find an equal comparison, um, you know, like in in terms of the female heroine um, of Kate versus like someone like Aloy, I thought Kate was a better fleshed out character with. I, I thought she had stronger motivations in her story as opposed to Aloy, but I mean, admittedly, Kate had like two games to flesh out her story, versus, mm-hmm. whereas Aloy really didn't. It was like, you know, I, I don't know, like I, I felt more connected with Kate's story and like her motivations going through the game than I did with Aloy. I mean, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn is a great game, don't get me wrong. One mm-hmm. of the best Sony franchises out there, but like, yeah, Gears 5 just I, I think is much better because of how Kate was written, and even, like, Laura Bailey's performance as her. I thought she really nailed her character.
4: Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely agree.
0: If you haven't played Gears 4 and 5, at least, I would definitely check it out. All the games are on Game Pass, of course, so...
1: Bro, uh, Gears of War 4, you're racing a motorcycle against a plane. I know. Come on. I know, it's awesome.
0: (laughs) Oh, my
1: tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. <Margaritos. laughs>
0: oh god. That's, I love
1: yeah, I, the Xbox One era.
0: Okay. I I love old man Marcus, by the way. Yeah.
4: yeah. He's yeah. the best. best. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, that was funny. Uh
0: mm-hmm. <sighs> all right. Well, while my son is crying, Stoy, it is time for Pass It On. What is
1: on Game Pass
0: this week? Stoy, what what can we look forward to on Game Pass?
1: you want me to talk really loud to try to uh, drown out the sound of your child? No, because I will mute my (laughs) microphone while you're talking. Coming November 9th! I'm going to mute myself (laughs) while you're talking. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, So, here's something confusing for you. Uh, November 9th, you got Football Manager 2022 coming out. And then you got Football Manager 2022, the Xbox edition, coming out on November 9th. I imagine the Xbox edition is a little bit more controller-friendly, but... This is uh, you're playing the role as like a kind of like the team and the club manager. So you're kind of doing all the back end stuff. You're not actually this isn't like FIFA per se. This is like, you know, you're buying players, you're selling players, you're creating Uh formations, you're doing all this stuff, whatever. So, I mean, it's just like any sports management, you know, so uh, both of these games are coming November 9th. Also, a little known uh, racing game. I've never heard of this. Jesse, maybe you could shed some light on this uh, Forza Horizon Five.
3: Yeah, what's that? Of- oh.
4: Yeah, I, I I heard a little something about it earlier today.
3: And
1: apparently, there's been <laughs> five of them. I don't know. Yeah, I, maybe I missed it. Maybe I missed
2: are, it. are they the oh are they the ones that Mario and Luigi are in? No, wrong franchise.
4: <laughs> no, you're talking Halo. You're talking. I think Halo. I I think I played one on my PlayStation One once. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, right.
1: but I, I think the last time Forza Horizon 4 was out in a system, it was on the uh, Sony GameCube. But, um, yeah, this is going to be the racing game to play this year. Hands down, the racing game to play this year. And this is coming out on the cloud console and the PC on November 9th. November 11th, we're going to see Grand Theft Auto, the uh, trilo- the original trilogy remaster. But for those that think San Andreas is the best Grand Theft Auto, you're gonna get that for free on Game Pass. And that's on November 11th. Woo! So that's pretty sick. And apparently, like Facebook is working on a VR mode, a VR game of San Andreas. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I heard about that. That's yeah. The,
1: yeah, the robot said, "Like, I hope they do that with more Grand Theft Auto games." I'm like, shut up, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Mark robot. That, you know the the robot, Mark.
0: Oh, uh, Zbot. Zbot yeah. Meta Zbot four thousand.
1: metaverse yeah whatever you 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 see it when you pop when you try to like pull up your facebook now it's like because of meta it's
0: like i I mean when you when you open instagram on your phone at the bottom it says meta at the bottom yeah it's like oh my god shut up
1: yeah right nobody cares so So (laughs) also what's coming out uh november 11th is one step from eden now apparently this is a strategic deck building and real time action game with roguelike elements.
2: Oh, it, 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 deck building like cards.
1: Yes, like cards. Oh. Yeah. And and apparently it's a roguelike game. So huh. I can't I, I can't imagine like sitting in a boardroom to be like okay, what's our next game? Okay, let's just like throw a bunch of like gaming subgenres on a board and throw darts at the board. Okay, it's card building game. And is it going to be real time strategy? Yes. Okay, and is it going to be a roguelike game? Yes. All right, perfect. Let's go.
2: Ooh, those are two j- genres or types. I, I don't know. I I'm having a hard time imagining this.
1: Yeah. Uh, same. But uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of people that are into this kind of stuff. So that's that's something that you'll you guys will enjoy uh, as well. So, but uh, that's what's coming out this week. I know. Um. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator has a Game of the Year edition that's going to be coming out next week, but uh, that's next week.
2: Until then, I mean, it's yep. in November is just another heavy hitting month with games. I, I do think um, Forza is going to be the one that people will be talking about, in my personal opinion.
1: But oh, oh yeah, for sure. And I, I know, like a lot of like with especially with the original trilogy of Grand Theft Auto, a lot of people have a much more much bigger fondness for San Andreas. As being the better, the best one out of the three, I think Vice City's the best one, but okay. I, I will say like San Andreas being free is a pretty big deal. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's an awesome deal.
4: Yeah, I agree with you though. I do like Vice City just because it's a, it's just a little different. It's I mm-hmm. uh, like, and the you know who you gotta love the soundtrack and all that stuff. I mean, you know, 80s. oh yeah, for sure. But that yeah,
1: that's what's coming off for Game Pass this week nice nice so
0: yeah game pass still a great deal i don't know if anybody is uh
1: still questioning that ed <laughs> but i dropped a 14 day code in our discord in our discord room so i don't know if anyone's claimed it or not but if I, you I have to code it. up thanks let so us we. know so i can take it off yeah
0: uh, all right, so we're going to get into our main topic, which is also our main news story this week. Sega and Microsoft have entered a strategic partnership for uh, the future of uh, gaming and Sega's, quote, super games. So um, that's our that's our main topic. I'm going to read the uh, quick story here from Windows Central. Uh, this week, Sega announced in a press release, by the way. This got announced the day before or the day after jesse and i recorded last week so that's why we didn't talk about it last week (laughs) so we made it a point to talk about it this week because it's super important Mm -hmm. this week sega announced in a press release that it is aligning with microsoft strategically to explore the future of game development sega remains a massive company despite being an early casualty of the console war against nintendo and sony Known for franchises like Sonic the Hedgehog, Yakuza, and Football Manager. Glad they didn't put, you know, like Persona on there, which is, you know, might be one of their biggest franchises too, but
1: I'll let it slide. Never heard of it.
0: Uh, Sega is one of Japan's most celebrated publishers worldwide. The firm has been ramping up its collaboration already with Microsoft and Xbox in recent years, and this latest collaboration (laughs) is the next step. For the sake of discussion, let's try to dissect the PR spiel and get to the bottom of what this could actually mean for both Sega fans and Xbox gamers. Uh, Did you are,
1: see this uh, gif on this article of the uh, poorly drawn-off Yeah, Sonic? it's funny. It's so yes. funny. Uh, it's pretty. It's I, really I just good. keep watching it. Gotta go fast.
0: <laughs> I'm going to try to clip that out and use that as the thumbnail this week, actually.
3: Please do. Please do. So, yeah. Uh
0: so uh, anyways,
2: anyway, key word, um, right? Like strategic alliance, not acquisition. So
0: yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to jump down here to what it uh, it says, what it actually means for Xbox, because uh, this appears all this techno jargon with Azure and you know cloud gaming and all this crap, which I don't really care about. Uh, but what does it mean for Xbox? We're already seeing some fruits of Sega's partnership with Xbox already. Football Manager 2022s has only been announced for Xbox consoles thus far. Uh, it somewhat it's somewhat wild considering Football Manager 2022 is launching on practically everything, including iOS and Android, while sidestepping PlayStation entirely. Um, it will launch directly into Game Pass. This is a glimpse of this is a glimpse at exactly what this partnership means uh so how how exactly does this benefit xbox it's all about building relationships football manager 2022 is almost likely to hit playstation eventually but it seems that sega is at least prioritizing the development of some of its games on the xbox platform uh fantasy star online 2 new genesis is only available on playstation in japan and not the west where it is exclusive to xbox consoles uh On the flip side segas acclaimed persona series remains exclusive to playstation uh, for reasons not fully known so there's that Uh, i've seen many people detract uh detract from this partnership as meaning nothing for xbox and that may that was my initial assumption too however upon closer inspection you'll notice that this deal was in fact brokered by xbox rather than microsoft itself microsoft's uh cvp sarah bond for the gaming ecosystem and her team spearheaded this partnership for xbox and the technologies xbox is deploying as part of azure microsoft's cloud platform so it seems like it seems like xbox is i mean there was a rumor that right like microsoft was going to purchase Sega or at least partner with them for games or whatever uh, we had a little bit of a conversation in our chat about this what this could possibly mean uh, we'll get to this next section in a in a seg- a second. But what do you guys think about this so far?
1: Sega's had a bad a bad run of trying to create an online, you know, uh, network and service. Um, you know, th- I think most notably their biggest MMO style game is like Fantasy Star, but trying to find a good platform for it has always been tough like you know admittedly they've had they created the the dream the sega dreamcast which was their last their last system that they gave us and dreamcast was kind of way ahead of its time but it was like you know i almost think it was like too early Sega like was too ambitious so trying to find a good partner where they can actually um, be sega i i think this is where the deal with microsoft is kind of going because uh, Sega's net worth is like 4.9 to 5 billion dollars. You know, for Microsoft to to buy a studio or a, a publisher like that is that that's a lot of money even for Microsoft. So, you know, they would. I, I think having this strategic partnership where they just Microsoft just gives them resources to do what they do. I think Sega will start replying them in kind with, okay, hey, this next Yakuza game exclusive to Xbox. Or we're gonna bring all these Sega library games to to Game Pass. Yeah. That's so a... me personally, me personally, I think Xbox is trying to play the long game here.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what Jesse and I were kind of talking about in our chat too, right? Was like, Sega's not afraid to put their. We we saw it with Nintendo Switch Online now. They're not afraid to allow their classic games to be on a subscription service, right? So yeah. Obviously, Genesis is gonna live on Switch Online, and now you look at Game Pass like. That opens up a lot of possibilities of their classic Genesis or Dreamcast games that are already available on, you know, either through Xbox Live Arcade or through, uh, like, on 360 or through the store now. Um, I think this could be a. I think that could really do something for Sega to build their to build their classic library up on there, and then people recognize the second name. Then you know, with Yakuza maybe being a timed exclusive. For xbox the next one or the next sonic game being a time exclusive or being funded a little bit by xbox to be on game pass right like Mm. this could this could really benefit sega's classic library at least and that's kind of what i'm excited about is like getting genesis and dreamcast games on game pass at some point
1: Uh, right
4: yeah like see i look at it and i look at it this way is like the possibility is you could go into Game Pass and it'd be like, you know, you've got your regular Game Pass games, and then it says, you know, EA library. And then now it could say Sega library, you know, like, and EA does that same thing. A lot of those games you can't play on any other consoles, you know, like, they're, they're older, and unless the backwards compatibility is supported, you know, those games can't be played anywhere else except for PC, so, like I could see them doing that. Like we could see now your regular game pass games, your EA games library, and your Sega library. like i I could see that, you know, and I and the like you guys, just to touch on like what you were talking about earlier with the whole online stuff, like <clears throat> I think I think you know there is a possibility that, yeah, like if they have a a good like servers and stuff that they could run stuff on. Like, yeah, we could potentially have have seen more of that kind of stuff. And, like, right. was if there's anyone
2: to partner with, it would be Microsoft, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah, because right now it's either Microsoft or, or Amazon or whatever, you know, or, or yeah. you know, like.
0: I mean, I mean, you also, people also forget, I think, that Sega developed Halo Wars too, right? Creative Assembly is owned by Sega, uh-huh. which, you know, was yep. a very good game. And, Honestly, if you want a prequel to Halo Infinite to know who the Banished are, you need to play Halo Wars Two that campaign because that's mm-hmm. where the Banished come from. Uh,
3: mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I think I think Sega, uh, I think Sega is making a smart move here. I think Microsoft is making a smart move. I think this benefits both parties, yeah, uh,
3: mm-hmm.
0: extremely. Because like Microsoft's been trying to get into the Japanese ecosystem for years, right? Uh, I think the only two ways they were going to do that was either through Sega or Square Enix. And obviously Square Enix has a really, really strong partnership with PlayStation, uh, you know, and then some some partnership
1: with Nintendo. Right. But, uh, you know, I think that being on the Microsoft Azure platform, I think fits what Sega wants to do, because especially with the Japanese market, it's very. uh, The Japanese market relies heavily on like the, you know, the MMORPGs and the you know uh, persistent online games like i said fantasy star online you know games like league of legends and stuff like that so to have the azure like cloud computing platform that microsoft has is is perfect cuz i think fantasy star online runs on the mm-hmm. azure platform mm-hmm. which is interesting because it's a playstation game
0: yeah well i think yeah. St- it's funny cuz sony actually uses azure as well remember they signed that yeah. agreement what 2 years ago i think
1: so mm-hmm. uh So it makes more sense because, like we said, if Microsoft wants to break into that market, they know that Western audiences like different games than, you know, Eastern audiences in the Japanese market. So Sega is that good partner to have to where, like I said, thinking of the long game, not only just the classic games, which, you know, a lot of people would love. But, but, you know, what if they decided to make, you know, a uh, MMO Yakuza game? You know, that would be big not only in the Japanese market, but even here.
0: Yeah. MMO Yakuza game, uh, you know, Fantasy or Star 3 at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, that, I don't, it's, there's, there's a lot to, even, even if they wanted to make some sort of uh, RTS, right? They, I mean, I'm reading here, they co-developed, uh, Relic co-developed uh, Age of Empires 4, mm-hmm. which is a huge yeah. hit. So.
4: Yeah. And I think, You know, I think uh, another thing, too, that we we kind of don't think about as much, but like, you know, there's a there's a reason why um, Flight Simulator is such a big deal and how they use the cloud gaming and stuff. So you don't have to upload everything onto your computer Mm -hmm. like it can handle. And I and I think that that is going to be more of a future, I think, than Mm -hmm. than we realize right now, because it's too early. But. I think I think Sega might see that too as well, because once we start getting games that are much bigger, you know, like we're already worrying about how how big games are when we're trying to download them on these little you know hard drives that we have in our in our uh, consoles right now. Um, you know, like that's that's gonna be a big deal too to be able to learn how to use that technology for games moving forward. Yeah. So I think that's part of the the attraction too, of joining them in a partnership is because Microsoft's kind of already, you know, in the early stages of learning how to deal with those kinds of issues. Well, yeah, so, buying
2: extra space—it's it,
4: not cheap. No, no,
2: no, no those new two, those new
0: two terabyte yeah. memory cards are what, like three hundred dollars?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: 400. I, was you, it you,
2: Corey, like, made a comment, like, you might as well buy another series, yeah, as, or might
1: as well. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, all right. So, there's a paragraph here that says, How exactly does this benefit Xbox? I'm just gonna read it real quick, and then we can kind of talk about and c- continue the conversation. It says, So, how exactly does this benefit the Xbox? It's all about building relationships, Sega is structured in such a way that its internal teams have a bit more independence than Western corporations may find familiar. Microsoft has also noted that Japan is its fastest growing new market for Xbox uh, user share, while also acknowledging that the lack of support from Japanese developers is hurting the platform among sectors of the Western market. Sega is a company with an enormous amount of clout, and if the partnership bears fruit for Sega, it will broadcast the power of Azure and Xbox Game Pass over the other corporations in the region, many of whom Microsoft has historically struggled to crack. So, that I mean, I was kind of thinking that too, because like, like Sega, like we think of Sega, right? We think of the Genesis and Dreamcast and Sonic and how kind of <clears throat> weird and quirky they were, right, Stoy You said they were ahead of their time. You know, I would say they were ahead of their time on mo- almost all of their consoles that they put out, you know, even... Yeah even the genesis with sega tv which was game pass before game pass existed yeah um, exactly dreamcast with their online stuff right and uh
1: well sega cd i think was one of the first uh systems to incorporate uh, cd-rom technology mm-hmm. yeah, yeah with the sega cd and like having yeah. modular consoles with like the
0: 32x and the genesis yep. and you know having it look like a just a ridiculous looking machine under your <laughs> my Entertainment God, Center. the white
1: yeah the wires behind that 32x was just a nightmare good
0: you ha- lord well you have well you would have like i i don't know if you guys ever saw that meme of, of like you had the the giant genesis like the gen 1 genesis you had it hooked mm-hmm. up to the sega cd which came with an extra attachment because the gen 1 genesis was wider than the rest of them so you had that then you put the 32x inside which you had all those wires as well and then you had mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, like Sonic and Knuckles.
4: Sonic and Knuckles, yeah. Sitting
0: in the 32X with, you know, like Sonic 2 or something sitting inside. So it was just like this really crazy looking thing.
4: Don't don't forget the Master System. Uh. Uh, don't get me started on the
0: Master System, dude.
4: Well, no, they had that port you could put into the original uh, Genesis to play the Master System games. I know.
0: Yeah, I remember that too, yeah. Mm. Uh Go ahead, Stoy.
1: No, I no, I I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah. Sega's always been kind of ahead of the ahead of its time, and you know, I don't know if maybe that's why. Like I said, if you know, if Sega was interested in the long game, I think they could have maybe won out. Like, if they'd have maybe like you know pumped the brakes a little bit right after Dreamcast come out and just maybe you know invested a little bit more money, a little bit more time. But I think. I, you know, I, I think they cut their losses a little bit too soon with that. Um, you know, if, if they had maybe lasted maybe like a year or two longer, you know, maybe waited it out a bit. I think we probably still would see Sega systems, you know, and but, you know, ultimately we're here where we are now. But uh, like, like I said, I think Microsoft and Sega are trying to play the long game here with uh, with getting new a new library of games over to the Xbox, not only to benefit the Western developers, but the Western uh, gamers, but more so the, uh, you know, the Japanese market.
4: Yeah. 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 I look at it as like a way for them to almost be their, you know, each other's uh, uh, translator in a way, you know, like, Hey, you know, like this is what's going on over here. And, you know, like, you know, like actually have a working partnership where they can give each other pointers and tips about, well, yeah, because to,
1: you, you know, know Sega needs yeah. Microsoft's uh, technology, and yeah. now that they have this strategic partnership, they can probably utilize it more, even yeah. with Microsoft's full 100% support, to
4: back them up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it's know, not going to be better, like frost it's not going to be like making people use a Frostbite and then not telling them how to use it. EA
1: basically <laughs> telling them, "Listen, you need to make Mass Effect Andromeda with a with the Frostbite engine." Yeah, but how can we do that? We don't know, but we know you guys can figure it out. All right, see you guys in a, in a year, right? Yeah. All right. Um I'm going to I'm going to read this last
0: paragraph here real right, quick. That makes me so uh just to just to get this out there and then we can kind of uh, you know, move into the last part of our conversation here. Uh we're not going to see Sega suddenly abandon other platforms, and we're not going to see exclusive yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog games on Xbox, but we are going to see what we are going to see is preferential treatment a heap of xbox game pass utilization and more exclusive partner projects like age of empires 4 and halo wars 2 all of which uh envisage a future of device agnostic game development that scales to hundreds of millions of users rather than tens of millions this partnership could be a good thing for all concerned especially xbox gamers who have never enjoyed this much investment from microsoft's corporate level and in some ways, you have Azure to thank, which anchors Xbox and game development as a key pillar in the main driver of Microsoft's corporate growth and shareholder ambitions without screwing consumers in the process. Imagine that. So, uh, I mean, just to kind of wrap up my thoughts on this, I think that, you know, in terms of, I, th- I think if Microsoft invests in Sega, you know, it's going to grow their You know, experimental games is going to grow there, kind of, you know, growth on Xbox. And then, you know, like like we were talking about earlier, I think if Sega sees growth here, other companies in the region are going to see this. And maybe we'll see Final Fantasy 17 day and date with the PlayStation version, or we'll see the next Dragon Quest, or we'll see, uh, you know, some of these other bigger Japanese companies start giving Xbox more love the same way that they show PlayStation and Nintendo in some ways.
4: New Jet Set Radio. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Jet Set Radio 3. Xbox exclusive.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure if I can really add anything else to what you, what you just said, but I do think this is a very wise, solid move um, that will secure I think both companies' futures... For the time being, so.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this benefits Sega more than Microsoft, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Sega's getting a damn good deal out of this. And Microsoft's just like, you know, yeah, yeah, you can use my house. You know, yeah. um, just uh, please don't shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Um,
0: I, I'm more, like, I'm really interested to see, like, what happens with uh, Sega's games that aren't on Xbox currently also. You know, like. Will Persona make its way over? Will these Atlas games make it over? Will Shin Megami yeah. Tensei make it over at some point?
4: Um, yeah, it's good. I, was say, I, I, I think the first thing, thing they chain. should.
1: I think the first thing we should we should see is uh Fantasy uh, Star Online head over to Xbox. I I, I, I think. I mean, it's on it's, Xbox,
0: right? Like Fantasy Star the Online. The second one.
4: Yeah. The second one is.
0: Yeah. yeah. The second one is. Really?
1: I thought
4: it was. Yeah, it's free to Sony. play. Yeah, it's free, so, to play. it's free to play.
1: Oh, Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, to that point, like, if they decide to make a single player, like, S- Fantasy Star 5, right, like, mm-hmm. that would be cool. Or, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's, like, a 20 or $30 kind of indie-style game where it's, like, uh, you know, what what were those games that Square was kind of working on, like, Octopath Traveler or uh, I Am Setsuna, that kind of scale for like a fantasy star five JRPG kind of thing, you know uh, judging by, you know, I've never really played fantasy star except for fantasy star online on dreamcast, but uh, uh, I did watch blocks game reviews of his reviews of fantasy star one and two. And let me tell you if one of the, like a new, a brand new JRPG in the fantasy star world showed up on game pass one day because Sega decided to make it.
4: I'd be all right with that. <laughs> so mm. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, like one of the biggest things going for them, you know, and, and the Xbox has really been the, the, you know, brand new love for Yakuza and stuff. And a mm-hmm. lot of people who never got to play those games or or just didn't really know enough about them to, to pay attention, you know, getting to play them now. And mm-hmm. you hear so many people talk about Yakuza all the time now. Oh, I mean, Yakuza. Just something Yakuza is something that I'd never heard.
0: It's a staple. I mean, it's a staple of Xbox. It's like every time you you look at Xbox, you think of Xbox first party. I think you think of a lot of cool, interesting indie games, and I think a lot of people think, "Oh yeah, I forgot that all the Yakuza games were there." You know. Yeah.
1: Is there a is there a Sega Smash Brothers game? No. But I could be, see. I, I, I could see them hitting the online fighting game market. With like a Sega Smash Brothers style game where it's like, or like a
0: Sega like cross Microsoft Smash Brothers.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so you could see, you know, you can see them trying to kind of copy the Smash Brothers formula, and have like obviously like Master Chief go up against like I mean Sonic's already on Smash yeah. Brothers, but obviously this is more exclusive to them. But like yeah, you could get characters like Jet Set Radio, Fantasy Star characters. You get some Yakuza players, um, even oh, those some rare. H-
4: yeah rare Rage, streets, Ra- yeah. streets of rage yeah you know, you get some, be nice. that yeah.
0: yeah i always forget that streets of rage is sega also streets of rage yeah. 4 by the way was pretty good
1: yeah oh i love the hell out of that game yeah that one game of the best awesome. uh one of the best side-scrolling beat-em-ups to have come out recently mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh we Until all know ninja that's... turtles comes out yeah that's right that uh throne will be will be taken soon mm. but that that would be an interesting venture for them because when I think of, like, what this means, I think of, like, you know, their their propon- their proposals for, like, more online-focused <coughs> games, you know? Like, it would benefit them to, like, make a game, like, exclusively to, like, net their partnership of just, like, here we go. We got this, like, huge online fighting game community, and we're going to give them, you know, Sega All-Stars fighting or something like that, whatever.
4: What? what if? xbox brings back summer arcade but it's the sega summer arcade (laughs) because if anyone knows arcade it's sega yeah i mean like like, summer of sega
0: arcade like crazy taxi would be featured yeah uh streets of rage uh i guess you could almost put sega gt or daytona usa in there
4: well Uh, just like i'm i'm thinking like what if even like like, Microsoft is like, hey, like, you know, if you guys, you know, have any teams who really want to get back to the, that old school arcade style of games and stuff, like, I mean, you know, a lot of that stuff is becoming more and more popular again. You know, you have a lot of people who are doing, like, the, the you know, 16-bit stuff and all that, so, like, I could definitely see more, more arcade style stuff coming back, like, you know sunset riders and and like you know like those kind of like uh shoot 'em up arcade style things or like just you know all that stuff
1: i really think sega's thinking bigger i really yeah. think it's thinking bigger than this i mean that would be nice mm-hmm. i would love that but i think sega's thinking bigger than this
0: yeah i do too but i also think that sega's gonna look at the they're gonna look at the short term they're gonna look at the midterm mm-hmm. and they're gonna look at the long term i think the azure stuff mm-hmm. is obviously the long term but in the short term they could be like oh we could release our sega ages stuff here we could do something you know maybe in the in the midterm of like you know hey we're gonna re-release like a really cool version of crazy taxi or you know i mean like they could do stuff like that while they're investing in their long-term feature
2: yeah and why not that's like low-hanging fruit and i'm telling you the nostalgia market is crazy hot
1: oh yeah As, mm -hmm. as gamers get older they start having fonder memories of this and you know, if they want people to continue playing their systems, yeah, this is gonna be it's gonna be a smart move for them to do that. I don't, so- I don't do- I don't deny it, but, you know, yeah, like I said, I, I, I think they're thinking grander goals than, the, yeah. than that.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. I yeah. mean, I think, I think both sides are, but you know, that doesn't mean you can't think of the yeah short term and the low hanging fruit either. Right.
4: You yeah, because yeah, like you, you know, like how the Microsoft, uh, you know their their studios are making smaller games and then bigger games and smaller ga- you know like i could see sega like being like you know or microsoft being like hey if the, you know if there's like a small project or something new that you want to u- do and you you know aren't quite sure whether you'd want to spend the money we can we can help you know fund it you mm-hmm. know give get you know have something different that you know will be a game pass game or whatever but we'll make sure that you're, you know, taken care of mm-hmm. for doing this for us kind of stuff. And I'll call it right now. Crazy taxi cars in Forza.
1: <laughs> I mean, that'd
3: be
4: really cool.
3: <laughs>
1: I guess I never thought of that, but that, that would be
3: DLC. Would be yeah. <laughs>
0: Maybe instead of like hot wheels or Lego, that's the DLC. Now <laughs> it's just crazy taxi in Forza. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, and you
4: could actually like have a mode where you can actually do where you have to drive around and pick people up and bring them to different destinations. That would actually be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be
1: actually.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, I guess we'll see uh, what's happening with Sega and Microsoft in the future. I'm excited to see some of that stuff, but we're going to wrap this episode of Arsenal x the xbox podcast it's a good episode it's a good good episode yeah. uh stephanie yeah, thank for you sure. for joining us tonight
2: thank you for having me on yeah it was, it was great good times
0: good times yeah good, good always times.
1: awesome talking to you steph
2: hey.
1: yeah yeah i miss well, i'm I not miss. stuck with these chumps all the time
2: it's true <laughs> <laughs> well i'll just have to come back another time
0: every all sunday right. at 8 8 30 yep there's yeah. a fourth square yeah. in here that needs filled so Mm-hmm. this yeah, little we had
4: so much we had so much fun in, in Chicago like I seriously like I miss I miss like I I wish that could have lasted so much longer yeah, like well, all uh, us getting to hang out it was so much fun
2: there's um, a pharmacist convention thing where I earn my continuing education credits and it's going to be in Chicago next spring so I'm like okay let's go I'll just take the entire week and I'll fly out there and I want to see y'all again
4: <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll make means. it out this time. Yeah, that would be awesome because I still haven't seen you yet, Corey.
0: I know. In person, so. The only person out of all of Bostros, the only person I've ever met in person is Ed. So <laughs>
3: <laughs> hmm, we need but. to make this happen. I know. Yeah,
2: it'll happen.
1: It'll
0: yeah. it'll happen.
3: So, yep.
0: uh, anyways, uh, I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening to this episode of Arsenal X. You can find us every Tuesday morning on your podcast service of choice, or live on Twitch on Sunday nights. You can check us out. Stephanie, where can we find you?
2: You can find me on the internet, uh, on Twitter at Klimov, K-L-I-M-O-V underscore author, and dropping occasional articles on BossRush.net.
0: Nice. Toy, where can we find you?
1: Uh, Besides on the Arsenal X podcast, I am also part of the EXPCast podcast. Uh, You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and instagram at exp cast and interact with us and uh you know yeah talk some shit if you want i don't I don't care whatever you know, <laughs> bring it
4: jesse uh you can find me everywhere is phantom nxs and make sure you tune in at the end of this episode because there's a little <laughs> there's a little fun clip for everyone so wow.
2: enjoy
0: oh jeez <laughs> Uh, you can find me at I am Corey HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me hosting the Boss Rush Podcast every Wednesday night live on Twitch right here on Boss Rush Network or on Mondays on your podcast service of choice. Remember to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you listen to this podcast. We'd really appreciate it. Leave us those five stars. Leave us a nice review. We would love to read it on the show. You can also email us questions at ArsenalXPodcast at gmail.com. Or tweet at us at Boss Rush Network. I want thank everybody so much for watching. And until next time, we love you. Goodbye.
2: Good night.
3: Bye. Let's do
1: it. We are medicine yeah. for the whole... soul. God, this looks gross.
2: <laughs> Stop Jesus. looking at it. Stop. Stop, Stop looking,
1: looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why you just keep it in the can. I, yeah. I know. <laughs> but like, you can't. I don't know. I know. You're beer... like squashing a bug. You can't look away. You know, like if you drink like a Pabst or a Hams or a Miller Lite or something like that, you could drink that out of a can. But like something like a, I don't know, like a craft beer or something like a sour beer, like you have to drink it out of a glass. I don't know. I think it's because this beer has so much like head in it that you need to release it. Yeah. So you need to, you need to release the head. <laughs> <Sorry to> say- <laughs> you need to release the head. You need to get it out in the open. Okay. Let wow. it breathe. Okay. You got to let it breathe and you have to handle it
3: with care (laughs) (laughs) oh man
0: (sighs) welcome to the show stephanie
1: please tell me that was our intro
0: I'm so
2: glad i'm here
0: (laughs) it's recorded so right let's
4: go it's gone it'll go at the end of the episode (laughs) Okay. <laughs> a... the outro. Great. Would
2: be awesome.
4: Yeah. 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 Oh.